I'm Julie. And I'm Val. And we are both experts in imperfect parenting. Join us as we drink, laugh, and share the most ridiculous situations our kids have gotten into. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Hey, Val. Hi, Joel. <laughs> we have a fun guest with us tonight. Who is it? It's me. Oh, it's me. It's a me. me. It's a me. It's, it's Chelsea. Me. Hey, tell me more. <laughs> I'm dying. This is the most exciting episode of Whose Kid Is That Yet? Because after three seasons of recording, it's the first time we've ever recorded in person together. Is it really three seasons? Well, yes, but we do our seasons by like the school calendar, right? Because we're moms and we need to. Yeah, we do like. January to like summer break. Oh, and then yeah. we take a little time gotcha. off and then we do like beginning of school year. So it's really been a year and a half. To like Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took off basically right. from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Yeah. Because that's an insane couple of months for moms. Yeah. Gotcha. So like how does this work? Uh, we, t- we <laughs> you've listened, right? Yeah. You've listened before, right? Yeah. We complain about our lives for a couple minutes. <laughs> okay. Who's, who's got a complaint? Pants, anything to complain about? Oh man, where do I begin? It's best of us here. Uh, airing of airing, airing of our grievances. Um, so I think I've shared this with you guys before, but we're currently in like the end of the school year. Yes. And my oldest son is in first grade, and they do a countdown to the last day of school by having a spirit day. Oh, 26 oh my God. days. It's like the alphabet no. countdown, and every no. day is a spirit day. No. <laughs> but what does it entail? So it's like every day is a different letter, and the no. letter is like an activity. I'm out. So the other day it was P, and it was like bring puzzles to school. So I'm my out. husband calls nope. me in the morning because I'm already at work like nope, one nope, nope. thing. <laughs> and he's like, is today puzzle day? Is Jackson supposed to bring a puzzle to school? <laughs> <laughs> did he like, like, oh yeah, I forgot about did that. Did he think Jackson was yeah. lying? <laughs> yeah, he's like, am I letting him bring a puzzle to school? It's like, yes, it's fine. But it's a lot. We have a whole episode about how much Spirit Week and Read Across America Week and what are the other names for it? Uh, like different ones. Well, they do always do something around the holidays. Yeah, the week before Christmas. Yeah. How awful they yeah. are. Yeah. I want to give oh, a Red shout Ribbon out. Week. To, that was the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To my kids' school because I was so happy that like all of the activities were like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Same. One day I had to send them in a certain shirt, I which didn't like have the to school provided. Oh, that's nice. Right. And then it's one nice day touch. he got to bring a board game to school. I yeah. have that's to it. do either of those that's things. It. It's fantastic. Yeah. The alphabet countdown is a yeah. lot, and that's like, a lot of days. They do it every year. No. So that's so. Mean. I have to do buckle up for every year, and then once my younger one gets there in two years. They're both going to be doing it. It's, I just, it's, I might move just because Homeschool. Homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? At homeschool, wear your pajamas. Yeah. Every day to school. That's too much. That's yeah. way too much. It's like, also, maybe that would be fun in, like, February? Or, do you know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah, like, I'm done. I'm spent. All of these things that happen right before something else that requires a lot of planning is like, it's just, it's a lot. 
Like when they do it for the week leading up to Christmas break. Yes. Yeah. That's, That's just, just so cruel. mean. It's yeah. so I get it. They want the kids to celebrate too. Why don't you bring in 27 scarfs? You know, like I don't, I don't have a scarf. Was that just a thing? Oh yeah, one day he had to wear a scarf to school. We don't oh, have just a scarf. one, not twenty seven. <laughs> oh right, I like, no, no, no. I meant like for, <laughs> I meant like for all the kids. Like you bring in all the scarves, oh, okay, okay. Miss. Well, I can see little, the educator side of that, where like I would not bring in twenty seven. Then don't ask me to find one for my kid because we don't have scarves. I think they're a strangling risk. So. <laughs> so just saying. It's uh, something to think about for all the teachers out there. Yeah. We love Thank you, me. though. Oh, we appreciate Thank everything you Thank you for taking care do. of our children. Please stop asking me to do more things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm part of the, like, thought, school of thought where it's, like, just tell me how much money I have to Venmo you, and I'll do that. Yeah. Over sending in anything. Oh, I tried to Venmo anything. Liam's teacher today. She said no. I felt bad. She sent a message last night that she was going to buy them all pizza yeah. for lunch. Oh, how nice. So I was like, please don't. Like, I know how much you make. Yeah. <laughs> it gets printed it's a in public the record directory. Um, yeah. Like, please don't buy pizza for the whole class. Please let me Venmo you. But she said that the school has a fund for it. But, like, I've also worked at schools. I think she lied. <laughs> I think she would have felt bad. I should have just, like, figured out a way to do it. Like where she couldn't like turn it sneak, down. Sneak. Yeah. Have Liam like money in her pocket. I feel like it is. Yeah. No, I don't like, think that's allowed. Yeah, school teachers do not just be touching her. <laughs> enough money to be buying no. their whole class pizza. No. For sure. What another discussion that we kind of talked about on our chat was what do you give teachers for the end of uh, the year? Money. Right. So yeah. I did money and snacks. And Sharpies. Oh, that's good. I did a pack of Sharpies. Yeah. I feel like everybody loves Sharpies, especially teachers. Well, no, sure. wait. Actually, or Sharpies do, are I really bad Sharpies. to have in a classroom because if they get mixed up with the dry erase markers, it's real bad. I don't know who would what mix up Debbie a Sharpie. Downer. It says kids. Sharpie. They're, kids. No, but those are okay. The kids don't get the Sharpies. They right. like stay in the teacher's drawer. Right, I would think so. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I guess. Good luck next year. Who would pick up a sharpie and say small children? Yeah, but that's why you don't give them to the children. Right, but I've seen. She's not giving them to the children. You're giving uh, them to the teacher. Thing, like I've seen people complain about it on the internet that like the kids have gotten into the sharpies and thought that they were dry erase markers. All right, then maybe she keeps them at home. All right, right. you're welcome for for the thoughtful gift. Way to brand I don't it, know. Julie. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea, man. All right, whatever. I just Venmoed the room Sharpies? Box. I don't know. I would not have Sharpies around children ever in general. I have Sharpies in my desk drawer. Really? Yeah, yeah, we have Sharpies in our house. Oh, my God. I do not. <laughs> um, I just Venmoed the room mom. See, they did that last year. No, we don't this year. But that's my kind of. That's what. That, I, see, that's nice. Wait, but, I, but I also even think with it, a room mother gift, you don't give an individual because when I was teaching, I usually do do we like got a, a room beginning of the year and then, gift, and I'll do like a little end of the year thing, maybe like flowers or something. Flowers. Because the room mom really does do like big gifts. Like she does mm-hmm. gift cards. She does. Yeah. Okay. Everything. Yeah. That's nice. I like yeah. spaced mine out because like, do you guys do gifts for like coaches? For what? 
like baseball. Uh, so this is a similar room mom situation. There's team, <laughs> There's a moms, team mom. You have team you moms. Can, yes, I'm actually that. like half of the team. You're mom. half a mom. I, I am a half of a mom <laughs> for baseball. I'm a part time team mom. Okay. And what is, she will coordinate the gift, and people will just send her money for the coaches. You mean you? I'm, yeah, I was I'm saying, a helper. I'm I a team mom partially helper. Responsible. I, am, <laughs> I send it to half. The I kids said to the girl the other night, the other "Hey, what are we doing for the gift?" And she was like, "Oh, yeah, we should think about that." I'm like, yeah, just let me know. Lol. Well, well, you know what you think. You think about it. <laughs> you think, and about I'll help it you. And let me know. Think about it. Interesting. Okay, so no, and like I. I felt really bad because everybody here has heard me talk about Cam's struggle with baseball this year. and So the coach needs an extra special <laughs> Sharpie? Right. <laughs> right. But. but Value pack of Sharpies. It's not just the like, it's, it's which is super great, but like the team has a head coach, obviously. And then there's like four other dads yeah. who just help all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I ended up spending like sixty dollars in gift cards, and then I just sent a bunch of snacks in. Yeah, but like shit gets expensive. Yeah, my kids have dropped out of like seasonal team sports entirely now. Well, what about the drum teacher? You buy him anything? For what though? I don't know. The end of whatever. No, because he's going to continue going. <sighs> That's I what just, I mean. Like, like and jujitsu is like year round. Yeah, he doesn't like stop. We did. We gave him a gift card at Christmas. Okay. Okay. I think Liam's gonna do soccer in the fall, but we're still not sure. I don't know when it turned into like everyone gets a gift. I Why? feel bad. I don't know. Like Brandon always gives me a hard time about it. He's like, they don't need a gift card. Give them a bag of snacks. Like people love that. It's yeah. like probably people do love that. Val. People do. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> really yes. have a nice angle there. <laughs> I I do, and I did it for everybody. Like everybody, we gave gifts to like end of year. But speaking I don't know of, what I, I need to put together some end of year gifts, Val. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything here. You should have told me. Leave with some snacks tonight. You can take everything that's in the pantry, and I can just restock. But we don't have a lot here. You guys should have came to the office today. Ugh. I didn't think of that. I'm sorry. I was in seven and a half hours. (laughs) Well, all right. Seems like you have your priorities straight. Um, So we have, for Christmas, we got both of their classroom teachers gifts, but then all of their extra like interventionists because my boys both see a special educator for reading help. They both see the speech teacher and they both see the OT. Oh, jeez. It's a lot so of gifts. So we got all three of them plus both of their classroom teachers' gifts. Did you just do gift cards? What did yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. I, I think, think I did Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. I know. Like, uh, See, and I felt weird about Starbucks because I'm like, there's people that don't go to Starbucks. Like, I was like that for a while. So I didn't do Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I just did, what did I do? For the coaches, I did Wawa. For the teachers, I did Target. God, I Wawa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here, Vermonters, Wawa yeah. is the best place on earth. Mm-hmm. It's a convenience store. I think you should maybe <laughs> tell people. It's, it's not clear by the name. <laughs> no, I remember saying Wawa in California and someone saying that's what their kids called the bathroom. What? I don't know. That's 
Square. Is that, that not a thing? Not, okay. not here. <laughs> Maybe in California. Got me. Anyone listening from California, please leave us a review and let us know if Wawa is what small children call the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was like their kid. Just theirs. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, like how some little kids call yeah. things funny. Things. Yes. So, any more grievances tonight, ladies? End of the year school grievances is really... Yeah. Yeah. And, like, to kind of go off of that, end of school year also for the kids. Oh, it's... Oh, it's, we were just talking yeah. about it, me and Julie, about how, like... Yeah, Cam... are either of yours really emotional? Like, Luke literally hysterically cried last night about the end of the school year. Yeah. Cam because was... Because I was just sort of talking yeah. about things happening in the summer with, like, camps and things... And it almost like instantly dawned on him that he wasn't going to see, not so much as classroom teacher, she was out on maternity leave. Not that he loves her, but like, I don't think he's as bonded and uh, attached to her as he is to like the special educator. Mm -hmm. And when he realized he's not going to see her all summer, he Mm -hmm. started crying. Oh, yeah. But like, you get it. For Jackson, yeah, who's in first grade going into second. I don't think he realizes yet that he's not going to see them for that. No. Yeah, Cam, Cam struggle, has struggled through every single year. Like, from... Yeah, I remember you talking about it last year. Yeah, he's struggled through every single year. I think he finally gets, like, it takes him a while to get in the hang of things. And then I feel like by the time he does and he's, like, in a good place, like, he's done. Yeah. So, like, last night he said to me, um, I said, but only, you know, two more days of school. Are you excited? And he goes... Um, no. And I was like, wait, why? Because, like, before, like, a month ago, he was like, oh, yay, school's going to be done. And now that it's, like, happening, he's, like, talking about, like, I'm going to miss my friends. I'm not going to see my teacher. You know? And, like, and I tried to remind him, like, he's going to camp, and actually his school is the one who does this camp, and it's all summer long. And it's, like, it's, he's going to, there's a lot of kids there from the school that go. So I tried to remind him of that, like, you're going to see them. And then this afternoon, he came home, and Brandon got him off the bus, and he didn't want to come to the office, which is strange. He always wants to come to the office, just because he likes to eat all the snacks, basically. (laughs) And so he came. I was there. You know, we talked through it. He was okay. And then, like, he got mad at me because I was... He kept saying to me, I want you to put me on the whiteboard and I kept like saying what and he was like zoom me onto the whiteboard and I was like I don't know what this means (laughs) and he said it like four or five times and I was just like looking at him like I don't understand bud and like I was like still trying to like get some things done on my computer so I wasn't like totally focused but I was also like I don't know that if I focus this I would understand Mm -hmm. so he lost it melted down got so upset and like he went to Brandon and Brandon who was like all right tell me again what happened he just lost it he was hysterically crying and then he's leaving and then Brandon says go go in and say goodbye to mommy he tried to walk in fell scraped his knee up all bloody hysterically crying more and he's sitting there on the desk chair I'm like bandaging him up and he's going this is the worst day ever. And I'm like, oh my God. And I know like, because I kept saying to him, how was school? And he was like, great, we did this and this and this. 
And because they, they had like a picnic today, but like wasn't outside because, you know, the ozone is trying to kill us. <laughs> so, but he was still like raving about his day. Like it was great, but this was the worst day ever. And I know it's because he's like feeling all these emotions and it yeah. happens. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he wakes up like in the middle of the night tonight because he like has a habit of doing that when he's like bothered by something during the Aww. day. And like Poor guy. all this week, like three or four times this week, he's gotten up like 4.30. Like he doesn't stay up, but like... Do you think he's like anticipating the change that's coming mm-hmm. and like working himself up about yes. it? Yeah. I think I think it's a little bit of that, but I also think it's um, just getting upset, like leaving the people that he's known and, you know. Yeah. And I, this is a, this will actually be his first year moving on, but staying in the same school. So I'm trying to oh, explain so that good. to him, too. Because yeah. I don't know. I think he realizes it, but I don't know if he totally understands it. So I tried to explain that to him a little bit, too. I think that's going to make it a little bit easier. Do they do something, like, before they leave for summer to introduce them to the next grade? So the oh, yeah, kids, like a step up day or yeah, something. I don't know if they did exactly. The kids had like a name tag that said like future second grader on. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. So I don't know like if they did something like this week. Maybe um, they went to like the second grade class. Yeah, they might have just teacher. like it's in a separate hallway. So maybe yeah. they just walked down the hallway, that kind of thing. That's part of our alphabet countdown is <laughs> meeting the next grade. I forget what, what letter. Yeah, what letter is it? What, what does it mean? I forget what letter, but it's like they meet the second no, grade. No, I think they're the next grade teachers. I think that's very good. I think that they should do that for every grade. Yeah. All the way up into college. <laughs> <laughs> that's called orientation. Yeah, yeah. No, I. but it's important. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's what we've been dealing with this week. A lot of end-of-school stuff, and as much as I'm happy, I'm, you know, a little bummed, too, for him, and... I got, like, started to get used to his teacher in his class and stuff, too, this year, so. Yeah. You know, you have to get used to all that again next year. Oh, and they shuffle the kids up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about that. Because you have 11 children in your town? Uh, (laughs) Not the whole town. (laughs) I think they both have, like, 16 kids in their class. Like, full grade. Wow. Unreal. Should we do a hard pivot real quick? Can't wait. Let's do it. Okay. We are going to talk... About a little bit of a mom traversy. <laughs> Is it mom? It's more of a dad it's traversy. A dad traversy. Dad traversy. I think it's the moms are pissed about it. I'm pissed about it. Are you pissed? I am. I told what? you I was pissed. What? Okay, okay, Chelsea. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're talking about old ass celebrity dads popping um, out multiple babies. Yeah. Just in the past, what? Two, three weeks. Yeah, this is all We find out say. that Robert De Niro, who is old. Old AF. 79. 79 is, well, he's not pregnant. (laughs) Praise the Lord. He's not pregnant. His girlfriend is pregnant with what will be his seventh child. This seventh child will be born. Will he still be 79? Let me see when his birthday is. Eh, His birthday is August. So depending on how far along she is, he may be 80. When oh his, gosh. oh wait, no, his seventh child was just born, right? Is he the one that already yes. has it? Okay. So his seventh child was born while he was 79. Thoughts? It's, 
What are they? <laughs> I don't know if there was a uh, there. What are they doing? What are they trying to prove? Like, I. What if it was an oopsie? Maybe. I mean, maybe what, it's an oopsie. I'm, I don't I'm know. Impressed that he's still like able. To that's, I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> sperm that is able. Viable. <laughs> yes. All right. So here's the thought. At seventy nine years old, you're like. That's insane to me. I feel like at that point in your life, you're like moving on to like different things, different kind of interests. Now you're going to be changing diapers. Not that like I'm well, sure he's so not his, going to be. His most but. recent kid's not that old. His most recent was born in 2014. So yeah, nine. 11. Wait, I thought it was 11. Does that make you 11? I thought the daughter was 11. Oh, wait. His daughter was born in 2011. So she's 12 or turning or 12 this year. Yeah. yeah. What, which I guess when you're I guess 79, <laughs> like, well, I just feel like that's not fair to those it's kids. It's not. That's what it is. It's not fair to these kids. They're going to be, I mean, obviously they're very wealthy. They're going to be raised with a lot of opportunity, of course, but they're not going to know their dad at all, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? But wait, there's more. I'm ready. <laughs> About a week later, we find out that 83-year-old Al Pacino has gotten his girlfriend pregnant. Oh, my God. This is insane. He is 83. What are they doing? Now, wait. I want to circle back to how old these girlfriends are. Oh. oh okay. So, the first one was Google 45. That? De Niro's girlfriend is 45. And oh, she, that's reasonable. Did she actually give birth? Do we know? Or was it like a surrogate? Uh, like what it sure. was that I... It seems unlikely that a 45-year-old would have an oopsie. No, that's... Well, oopsie, no. No. But able to have, like, children, yes. Okay, now Pacino's girlfriend is 29. 29? Oh, my God. I feel like with her, with the 29-year-old... It's more likely that she's like, well, I want a baby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a 29-year-old that's right around the age where you might be like, I'd like to have a family. But would you like to have a family with an 83-year-old? No, because you're basically signing up to be a single mother. Guys, guys. Yeah. I just looked up this page six article and it says, Robert De Niro, 79, and girlfriend Tiffany Chen, 45. Too tired to smile after welcoming baby. <laughs> of course you're too tired. I, like, I'm tired. And I'm, I'm tired. Exactly. And I don't <laughs> exactly. That's why you don't do it. My mom always says having babies is for the young because it's hard as hell. Yeah. But an 83 and 29 year old, like that age difference alone is like disgusting to me. Oh, they do not look happy. One of them's, they're not happy. Who, De Niro? Both, yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, this doesn't look... Well, because Pacino's girlfriend is still pregnant. She hasn't had the baby yet. Oh, fun fact. Pacino will be one of the oldest fathers on record. Like, in the world? I don't know. It's Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) List of oldest fathers it links to. Wow. That's, like, the same thing as De Niro. Like, at that point, you're having a baby. You're 83 years old. How... Even if he lives to 100, your kid's only going to know you until they're 16. Right. And that's, that's sad. That's really sad. And yes, you might have all the money in the world, but right. I guess it goes back to what is their role in 
the parenting situation? Are they right. more a sperm donor or are they a father figure? It says they've been dating since 2021. Who? Which one are we on? De Niro. And his girlfriend, who's yeah. 45. That is right. still a pretty gross age difference, but it's not as big as 29 and 83. Oh, yeah. No, that's super gross. Soupy gross. Soupy gross. Do we feel like this is just because we have a... F- no, we don't have a friend, Val. You said it was- I was like, I don't know this person. Uh, no, no, no. Val, you I'm said ready. that you don't see this as any different than what Nick Cannon's been same. doing. Same. I feel like it's a um, neglectful... I mean, not same because I said it. Same, same to myself. Same, yes, same, same to myself. Yes. <laughs> Recording in person is. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's the recording in person. I think it's the What's giant wrong, Julie? drink. What are you talking about? What giant drink? <laughs> I, I drank that one. <laughs> no, I feel like it's just a a neglectful thing, basically. I feel like you're not giving these kids a full shot at a family. A family. Yeah. I mean, and uh, families come in all shape and forms. That's fine, but as long as there's people that are there, you know what I mean. There's Nick Cannon is not friggin' there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it, what is their actual role right. here? Is it that they're going to be around and for as long as they can be? Or are they just like, okay, I'll give you money. Here's my sperm. Have a baby. Because you, like, you want to have a baby, but you don't they, care about my involvement. I don't know. That 45-year-old yeah. doesn't look. Does she have other kids? Because it does feel like these two situations are slightly different. It feels to me like the 29-year-old's kind of like, I I'll wanna, be taken care of for the rest yeah, of my life. Yeah, I want to have your baby. And but not a 45 year old, I feel like you're probably a little more committed to the relationship. Yeah, it's been two years they've been together. Seems weird. Either way. I I will make an argument uh, that I here's think it's... an old picture and she's still not smiling. I don't know. <laughs> she's just never been she happy. She doesn't seem to be. Yeah, she doesn't seem to be a happy lady. Maybe Robert De Niro's money will make her happy. Yeah. Uh, maybe. After he kicks the bucket. Yeah, perhaps. I am going to make a little bit of an argument that I see what Nick Cannon's doing as slightly different from this. And here is my take on that. If you're in a loving, committed relationship and you decide together to have a baby, you're going into it assuming right because lots of relationships end for lots of different reasons but you're going into it assuming that you are going to be a family now of course you're 83 you're already past the life expectancy for an american man i think (laughs) i think that's younger than 83 so you are sort of going into it thinking that it might not be long-term happy nuclear family but at least you're going into it with that intention nick cannon is not going into any of these under the assumption that he's creating a nuclear family that's gonna have support he's going into it splitting his time one of his baby moms is on selling sunset and in, like, the first episode, she's very much defending Nick Cannon. Like, I went into this eyes wide open. I know what I'm getting into. It works for our family. But then she finds out that he had another baby with another woman, and she, he didn't even tell her about it. Oh, my gosh. So 
it's not as open and honest a relationship yeah. as either one of them are trying to make so it out. So you feel like it's different because Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are in relationships with these people that they're having babies with, and Nick Cannon is just like making babies with whoever. Nick Cannon is intentionally making broken homes, right? Because yeah. he's yeah. making all of these kids who don't have any hope of ever being able to, like, grow up with all of their siblings. Now, obviously, De Niro's seven other kids are already grown up, so this new baby's not growing up with its other siblings, but it's not... I I don't know, it just feels different to me to intentionally set up all of these homes that you can't give 100% of your attention to. But, like, is it worse that Nick Cannon's creating like multiple families that he can split his time between is that worse than Robert De Niro and Al Pacino who are having kids knowing they're not going to be alive to see these kids I don't know if one's worse I just think it's different I think there's a difference in what's happening because I mean in all honesty someone a parent can die in their 30s right of course you know what I mean yeah the difference is he knows he's going to die at some point during these kids' childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're 79 and 83. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I just I just think there's a difference between intentionally creating a bunch of small families that you can't give your full attention to. Like, Pacino and Nero might be able to give 100% of their time until they die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas Nick Good Cannon... Point physically cannot give all of these kids a hundred percent of his time because they're all in different homes. Yeah. How many kids does he have now? Twelve. I can't. I, don't know. <laughs> like, I have trouble like handling one home. Mm-hmm. One home, two children that yeah. they're both in. Like and I still He's sometimes got, like, feel like money I don't spend enough and time on resources, with them. which is helpful, you what? know, like nannies, chefs. Yeah, he's literally oh, just right. okay, But no, you no, just no, you can't give the time. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. Like myself, I feel like I have two kids and I can't give them the, all the time I would like. Yeah. You same. know what I mean? And his I don't know, job? Does he have a job? Is he, he still just wild? He hosts out? the mask singer. <laughs> what is happening? But he, (laughs) I imagine that job, I put in quotation marks, takes him, like, different places where he's not even near them. Maybe not even in the same Oh, I wonder if that's why it doesn't even feel like it to him. Because even if he had one wife and five kids with that one wife, because of the type of career he is, he would have never been there full time. But the same is true for Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just trying to... Actors. Yeah, that's true. Make sense of why Nick Cannon wouldn't think there's anything wrong with what he's doing. Don't try to figure that out. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe the idea that he's splitting his time hasn't even dawned on him because he always would have been splitting his time, even if it was one nuclear family. No, I guess that, but... In interviews, I'm doing it because I can yeah, basically. I could because I can and because I have the money to be able to. Right. And honestly, Where's money from? I don't know. alimony from I, Mariah? I Oh, does he no, get alimony? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I don't think he still would get money from her. He anymore. might. Their kids aren't over. He hasn't remarried. No. I don't think he does. Wait, I just I do want to say that until I saw Chelsea, not you, but Chelsea from Selling Sunset, 
explain her feelings about why what Nick Cannon's doing is wrong. I was very much like, they're grown adults, do what makes you happy, you're in whatever is type of relationship Chelsea you want to be in. Chelsea the one that he's married to? Or that one that he's had no, a race about? Brie is. Brie. Okay, and sure. Chelsea very vocally like came for Brie and said like, I don't agree with your lifestyle, I don't agree with your partner, I don't agree with what's going on. And I had always looked at it from the adult's perspective and thought like, who are we to criticize? If that relationship works for them, that relationship works for them. But Chelsea looked at it from the child's perspective because she, I don't know her story exactly, but I believe it had something to do with, I think her parents worked at universities and one of her parents, I want to say it's her mom was at one university and her dad was at a different. So her mom actually lived in a different country for like some of her childhood. And so like coming from that perspective, she was giving a lot about what it felt like to have a parent choose to live separately from you. Mm, And so I hadn't until she talked about that thought about what the impact is on the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And like you have to also assume that all of these women, they probably don't get along. You know what I mean? There has to be some sort of animosity between at least a few of them. Yeah. So they're not like getting the kids together for Sunday dinner. You right, know what I right. mean? They're, they're not, not trying to they're not pursue not those relationships. Yeah. They're not sister wives. Right, yeah. right, exactly. So like they're just basically these individual sects of people that are basically all just pollinated by Nick Cannon. <laughs> He's a little oh, bee and yeah. he stops in different flowers and pollinates. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I looked it up and they there's nothing showing anything about alimony between the two of them, but it mm. does say that Nick Cannon has to put $5,000 a month in a trust for Mar- the twins that he has with Mariah. Moroccan and Monroe. How do you know their names <laughs> at the top of your head? I have a lot of useless information in my brain. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's my view of it. And, uh, so not, it. not traditional, but that doesn't mean it's it doesn't wrong. need exactly. It doesn't need to be traditional. Mm-hmm. It just I feel like it's neglectful on one parent's <laughs> part. It doesn't need to be traditional, no. but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. No, it's not exactly what I'm saying. But saying you know, if you're gonna have a baby, you gotta put a lot of effort into that baby, no matter if you have. Six, seven other kids. You got to still put effort into each child. Even if the mother is like in agreement that she's going to be like the sole caretaker. Like, because they all like went into these like knowing. Right. They know how old these people are. But like Julie's saying, are any of these people looking at it from the child's point of view? Like, are any of them thinking like. When my child grows up, I bet they're going to be really sad to never have known their dad, to know that their dad just, like, for two and a half years just made babies with, what was it, six, seven different women? Wait, oh, are we're you talking about Nick Cannon? Who are we talking about? Who are you talking about? I was talking old about Nick Cannon, but she was talking men. about Al Pacino and Robert You guys Dan. are killing me. Um, I was talking about, yeah, no, I was talking about um, Nick Cannon. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Nick Cannon in yeah. that situation where I'm just saying it. So like, Yeah, like, the women knew... Going in. Right. The deal. Right. It seems like they do, but, like, did they really think about, like, how the kid was going to feel? And, yeah. like, is it still fine? I mean, I don't think it is. But do they want to, really like, do they want 
a baby that bad or did they want a baby with him that bad? I I think most of them probably wanted like the little bit of notoriety that comes mm-hmm. from being a yeah. Buchanan baby mom. Like, why is that a thing? Maybe not yeah. all of them because I'm sure like the second or third one, you know, like after Mariah when it wasn't a huge thing yet. But any that are having babies with him at this point, I would mm-hmm. assume, are doing it for, like, notoriety. Does yeah. Mariah say anything about this? I think that, didn't she get quoted one time as saying something like, I don't care what he does as long as it doesn't, like, mess with my kids? Yeah. yeah. Right, but, like, won't it? It's going to take away from the time. It's yeah. Gonna it's going to take away from their inheritance because it's getting split by more people. I don't really think. Wild and Al was on for a long time. I don't want to talk about Wild <laughs> well, and anymore. Mariah Carey is Mariah Carey. She has plenty of money for her children. I don't true. think that that is a true, concern true, for true. her. She makes but like millions of dollars every Christmas. Every Christmas. Yeah. It's just like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Nope. Like, I, we don't have to worry about that for her. But she's got to be seeing, or does he treat them differently? Is he with them more often? Like, when he does get a break, is that who he goes to see? I imagine that she's like, kids, your dad's here. Go spend (laughs) half an hour with him. Yeah, he's here for 30 minutes. Enjoy your time. That's it. Like, that's how I Could you even imagine if you're like... Nick Cannon's 12th baby mama, right? Like 12th down the road. <laughs> and like Mariah Carey just like walks into a room. <laughs> she's like, Nick, here are your oldest children. And you're like his like brand new baby mama. And you're like, like just Mariah She probably Carey. like gives her the dirtiest look. Like, ugh, you're peon. Yeah. Oh, she does. I'm sure she does to all of them. Yeah. I can't imagine that she's having a nice relationship with any of them. What if he really is like a cult leader and he's going to get them all on like a compound in Montana or something? Develop like little houses and then, oh, like just be Mormon. <laughs> no, basically. I know exactly and what you're saying. Like, <laughs> visit one house each night. Oh my gosh, like Santa Claus. No. What? Like, what? <laughs> what? That's not how Santa works. Oh, okay. No. Like, no. no. <laughs> Santa's not procreating. That was Santa's house? <laughs> yeah. What kind of twist the night before Christmas are you reading? More like the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. The 12, the 12 baby mamas. The 12 baby mamas of Christmas. No. Anyway, um... Good night. So I uh, send in some comments. Do you think I'm crazy? Is Julie crazy? Are we all? I think we pretty much crazy. We mainly agreed. Yeah, it all is stupid. Yeah, but they're a little bit different. Right, right. I agree. They're a little bit different, but just leave a comment if you want Val to be drunk every time. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not drunk. I'm funny. Thanks for listening to this episode of Whose Kid Is That. We so appreciate you commiserating with us. Just a friendly reminder that we are clearly not parenting experts and you should absolutely take any and all advice we give with a grain of salt. If your kids do this crazy, ridiculous, obnoxious stuff too, just know you are not alone. Come hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram at VT Mom. If you've got a story you'd like to share with us, send an email to julie at vermontmoms.com. We'd love to hear it. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Gently. And subscribe so you know exactly when each new episode is released. Until next time, whose kid is that? It's mine. I'm sorry.